Hello everybody and welcome back to University and Beyond. I have Joel and Keisha back with me today. Hello boys. What's going on? Hello. <laughs> wow, exciting, exciting. No, so we have a bit of a different episode for us today. We had somebody reach out um, and has a, we have a list of questions that they had requested us answer. And um, we figured we'd run through the questions, answer the questions, and um, after that, hopefully, we get some some more questions or, or more thoughts from there. Um, these, this person reached out to me through um, our Instagram page, surprisingly, hey. um, at University and Beyond. So, if you have questions or just want to talk or us to talk about something more, feel free to uh, send us a DM or comment on one of the pictures, and we'll reach out. So, the first question that was asked uh, was, "Does GPA really affect your future?" Yes. I think the obvious answer is yes. Yeah. What's the non-obvious answer? I agree, no. but I also disagree. Are you kidding? <laughs> yes, kidding. it affects your I know, future. I know. Are we talking about high school or college? College. College. College, college GPA affects, yes. dude. Yes, we've all been to career fair. It does, but it also doesn't. I've heard a lot of. Um, I've heard people say that they had a two point nine, two point eight GPA in engineering, and they came out with okay, a successful. Okay, but that's job. engineering. Two, three point oh GPA is like, right, like. You have to be within a certain range, GPA bracket, so to speak. So what what you're saying, and this is the point I was gonna make. You just we're saying it differently. Uh huh. Is that <laughs> it depends on your major and or what industry you're going in. For example, Nate just said like a two point something, and Keisha was like, "Well, that's engineering. Like engineering has a certain one, marketing has like a certain that. one." I said, "Well, that's engineering. <laughs> that's what I said." Uh, you know, like photography might have a certain one, like. If it's if it's 3.0, make sure that in your career, your industry, you're 3.0. If it's 3.4, make sure that you're hitting 3.4. Like, no, I don't the, think you should hit it. The one that sets it, the standard, you should be surpassing. You should be yeah. you should get a 4.0. <laughs> All right, Keshav. <laughs> as long as as long as you're hitting the minimum, and the minimum is set by the like the industry standards. Like, I could tell you a three is fine, but like, like I said before, you could need like a three, 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 four. As long as you're hitting that at the minimum. You know, it's always good to go above and beyond. Uh, I feel like you're set. Yeah, and also the big wake-up call is probably career fair because when you go to career fair and you're waiting in line, the first thing they do is every single company gives you a tablet, put your first name, last name, that email. depends. Bigger companies do that. Yeah, a lot of the smaller company. companies really? don't do that. Yeah. So I attended my, my career fair um, at Bradley after I graduated with my current job. And when we, we did it, they gave us resume, and yes, I looked at GPA, but I was more worried about what they did and what right. how they were able to talk to me. Okay. Um, so you were on the opposite spectrum is what you're saying. You went back to recruit. Correct. I went back to recruit students. Okay. I think at the end of the day, though, it is a, it is a important factor that as time goes on, people think to be giving less and less attention to, like people applying, because they're like, oh, GPA doesn't matter. I just have to be involved in extracurriculars. Okay, so you're going to tell me you're going to go join 10 clubs, your GPA is going to be a 2.0, and you're going to get a no. great job? Like, you won't no, make right? it like, college like that. You need to maintain yeah. a stable and, like you're saying, like a benchmark GPA for your major. So Benchmark's good. Right, off the top of our head, engineering, we know 3.0 is amazing, right? Like, not amazing, but 3.0 is standard, it's, right? Yeah, it's... You're someone getting 4.0 in engineering, pretty it's like, average. holy crap, yeah. that you're yeah. a genius, right? I was, I was interning with a guy over the summer, and he, he got like a C in one of his classes, so his GPA dropped to like a like a two nine or whatever. Like the, it was just under the benchmark. Mm -hmm. And then they like talked to him like, uh, and they said like, hey, if you're gonna work for us, you need to keep it above. Blah, right. Blah. Yeah. So it, it is it is a big deal. It is it is a big deal. Especially some companies care more about it than others. Like yeah. your your big corporations, like 
like for instance, engineering Caterpillar, John Deere, if you didn't have a, like a three, five, or above, mm -hmm. they really, you were at the bottom of the list to be looked at, and everyone yeah. else went before you. I was just gonna say they wouldn't even look at you. No, right? yeah, so it depends on the company a lot. Yeah. I think outside of your career though, just to hit it before we move on, is um, for your masters or any other programs you're gonna go to after, like if you're, you never know if you're just gonna do undergrads. You could do your four years and like five, six years down the road, decide you're gonna go back to school, like. It matters. Having a, a strong enough GPA yeah. to where you can get into the schools you want to get into yeah. or like hit the opportunities you want to hit is very important. So like, you know, you might have a job with like a 3.0 or you might be set with a 3.0, but just strive to be a little bit better just because you never know in the future, you know, what a 3.3 or 3.4 could do for your opportunities. You want to go to Ivy League, like masters, they ask you for your, they used to ask for your ACT score, like all the way back to high school. ACT score, GPA in your your college <laughs> GPA, your high school GPA. Like they I lost everything. Sorry. <laughs> so I got my name, my social. That's it. Yeah, GPA is. I think it's important. So, following, ending that off. Yes. What, what GPA should you you shoot for? What average GPA should you shoot? No, for? shoot for four all. Right. Well, shoot. Right. Obviously, but you're not. Not everyone's a perfect student. Yeah, I agree. So, shoot. what range? Give me a range. Of um, what you think. I think it's Joel's point. Three five. Yeah, three five to four zero, oh, amazing. But I think yeah. that's just like an asterisk to put there. Shoot for above your, shoot for above your peers, for your like major. Yeah. Right. So for engineering, we know like three three to three five is pretty pretty dang good, right? Like four zero oh, is like oh you're amazing. But every average GPA coming out of engineering, I say is like three zero oh, three two. For business kids, they're all shooting for four zeros, oh, right? So if every business kid's got a four zero oh, or a three eight, and you're the one there with three three or three four. You better have great interview skills, because <laughs> yeah. Right, like, on top so. of your on top of your GPA, your experiences matter, and if yeah. you have the experiences to back a lower GPA, you'll yeah. be yeah. just as valuable as somebody with a 4.0. But yeah. yeah, I'd say so. Look at look at your college, like their their standards, the GPAs, and try to beat those by at least like point one or point two. Yeah. Okay. Next question: Is college really worth all of the money? I think so. I think it depends on what you want to do with, with your degree. I think. Because some majors, and I'm, I'm not going to name majors because I, I think it's worth getting a degree um, to a certain extent, but some majors you need, it's more required than others, mm -hmm. but some majors it might not be as required. This is the ongoing question, right? Like This is the ongoing question of our time. Is college worth the cost? I think it is still especially if you want and if you want to minimize cost the same thing we talked about on the earlier podcast go to a community college for two years and then go to university you'll save half your money right you'll save then you'll save half versus spending all of that and for university um is it worth the cost i think so yes for some things like you're saying the extra curriculars and stuff you can learn off youtube and other things you can learn if there's if you're passionate about it but like I think it's I think it's worth the cost. There's a select few companies like EY just got rid of their high school or great college diploma as a requirement. Requirement, right? Yeah. EY did that. KPMG did that. But now, question for you, EY: Do you think if they have a college applicant versus a college graduated applicant versus somebody that doesn't have a grad a college grad degree, do you think they'll look at the college grad more or the non college grad? I would look at the college grad more. Right? I, I, I mean, even when I we're agree. looking for jobs right now, the MBA students get preference over us. And yeah. those are kids that have already been to a university and got ongoing education. Education is valuable. Yeah. And it's, it's more valuable than I think you never stop. take it granted for. Yeah, yeah, never stop learning. 
Okay, next question. If, if I have no clue what to do with my life, should I go into college undecided or just pick a random major? I, I think it's tough for us because we all knew where we wanted to go and kind of where we what we wanted to do. I can I can answer this. Go ahead. Go to college undecided, but declare by your first year what you want to do. Completely agree. So your first year, take whatever classes interest you, just take them. Because your first year of college is going to be all your intro level classes anyway. You're not taking four hundred three hundred level classes. You're taking one hundred one, two hundred one level classes. So. Take your intro to engineering, take your intro to finance, take your intro to marketing, marketing intro to sales, psychology. right? Take all of those, whatever you find that you have excel in, wherever you find really, really interesting, go talk to those professors. Go be that kid that stays after, hey, professor, do you have a quick, like, I got a quick minute. Who cares if people are like, who's this weirdo going to talk to the professor after class? Like, if you're nervous, go to their office hours, right? Like, but I would say don't pick a random major because it's so much harder to switch out of that major than it is to switch into. Like maybe a different major going undecided switching into something is easier than switching from major major i'd say i think if you know uh generally what you want to do for example if you want to do like sciences if you want to do business if you want to do art like try and get into the school of that area yeah. and then within that you can decide Facts. later Facts. um but if you have no idea then yeah like you were saying like undeclared is good I mean, I had that problem too, right? I was like, I don't know what I want to do, but I know I like engineer. Like, I don't want. I know I don't want to do engineering at the end of the day, but I know engineering is a stepping stone to like all the science and tech that I like. So I did engineering, right? Like, so I was like half undecided, I guess. I'm not in engineering right now. I'm doing business consulting. So yeah. So yeah. You and me both. I'm doing sales. Right. So exactly. It's fine. Right. We so, did engineering because we knew it's it's a great platform to have. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to go into a random major, pick a good random major to go into. So I think something to really think about when you're coming into college and deciding if I should pick a random major or go undecided. I 100% of the time would go undecided because if you pick a random major and you go in, start your classes in, say, um, accounting, right? You're going down the accounting path, you know, you, you're taking all these accounting classes, knocking them out, and then come years over you're like i hate accounting you know i want to i want to go become an engineer you know i want to do communications whatever it is all those classes that you took for accounting might not work in your other degree yeah. you know if you if you go in too focused it's hard to broaden yourself back out and then come back into your 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 focused area that you want to study so if you go undecided you're coming in with a plan of i want to knock out the classes that i that will help me with any degree and will help me narrow my focus to the correct area of focus. Yeah. Um, anything else on that one? No. no. Next right. question. Next question. Fire it. Should I get a job in college? <laughs> Did, let's start with this. Did you guys have jobs in college? Yes. yes. Okay, we all had jobs <laughs> in college. What did you guys do in college? Okay, uh, I did a whole slew of things. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, you just need to get money. Um, <laughs> like, I was basically like a TA, which is like a teacher's assistant. Um, I worked at Chipotle. I had a couple, like, accounting internships. Free burrito every Saturday, baby. Uh, I worked in the mail room of a dorm. So it's like, I whatever I could do that paid well enough for me to do it, I would just do it. Okay, Chef, um, what did you do? So at Harper, I was working in the Center for New Students, so I was just helping kids with orientation, right? It was just a pastime. 
um, made some money there. We had internships in the summer, so I made most of my money came from the internships, and I just saved them, saved all that money that summer. Um, and then, yeah, at Harper, I worked at Center for New Students. Um, when I got to U of I, I didn't have like employee type jobs. You tutor um, people. Yeah, so I did more like contract working almost. Not even contract working. Subcontract working, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sports betting, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> did, did do some sports betting, right? Um, but it was more like, I had a car. So I was like, all right, dude, I'll be a Lyft driver one day a week. I don't care. Sure. Yeah. And then um, I did this one dumb thing where you just answer 100 questions a day. You get like 10 bucks out of it. Yeah, it was so, popular for college students. Yeah. And then, um, oh my God, I did surveys. At U of I held surveys. So if you attend like five surveys, you get a 25-hour gift card. Yeah. I did those baby jobs where it was like I wasn't employed, I wasn't required to clock in, clock out a certain time because I was like, school's so busy, I want to make my own schedule every single week. I don't want to be told yep. what hours to work. I want to say yeah. that. So, and then like you were saying, the tutoring was the biggest help. Like, I got an online tutoring. I went, I found like this online tutoring. I signed up to be a tutor. I was cleared for certain subjects, and then I just tutored kids online, and made money there. So my, my job on campus, I did, similar to what you did at Harper, I did uh, admissions office. So I worked okay. in the admissions office um, and then got promoted to being an intern in the admissions office. And that was just what I did during school. Internships and such over the summer um, were different. But that what was nice about it is I was able to plan my schedule around my class schedule mm. and didn't really have to worry about it interfering, which was nice. Um, and then follow up with this question was, does it take away from fun social events? Yeah, so I think the point that I wanted to make, I'm glad you just follow up, is that, uh, you know, working is <laughs> is not enjoyable, <laughs> you know, in general. Unless like, you get a job you like. No, no, it's not, <laughs> it's not enjoyable regardless of what you do. Like, there's so many hobbies and, like, passions, especially when you're in college, all, like, the activities going on. Uh, if you can partake in that without working, I, I personally would say do it. Like, you know, if your family is fortunate enough to where, like, you don't have to work, and like you could spend money and not worry about working at all like totally go for it but odds are like 70 to 90 percent of the students are going to be like that no. so if you are going to find a job i'll be like 50 percent of students are like that oh sorry you 50%. forgot to account for the foreign exchange population oh that's not good oh my god sorry, yeah. sorry <laughs> canada goose every december <laughs> uh, okay so whatever the statistic is <laughs> if you are working like kind of like the point that nate was saying like if you're gonna work, find something that you can balance the work life schedule with yeah. school. Something that's low key and chill. And also find something that's worth your value. There's gonna be average paying jobs the, throughout your entire life. Even in college, like know your worth and know that you might be worth more than just eight twenty five or seven dollars. Like know you can get a ten dollar job or any on campus like job bro, is gonna be minimum. Get the job that pays, pay, bro. What do you mean? Don't Why settle, do that face? Don't settle for a job. Like obviously, if it's a you, low key take what you can at the job. end of the day. Take yeah. what you can at the end of the okay, day. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. if you if there's a job for seven twenty five and you're sitting on your butt and there's a job for ten dollars an hour, me personally for the extra two whatever fifty two seventy five I take the ten dollars an hour. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So that's the only thing I'm saying. Like, because the more money you have in college, the more money you could spend and have fun. I think another important thing to remember about college jobs: a lot of them involve, you know, where you're sitting at a desk supervising mm -hmm. this common area and you're sitting there doing homework most of the time yeah. so there's there's jobs that you can kind of balance your schoolwork and get stuff done so that way you can take advantage of social events after after you work yeah. do does it interfere with 
fun social events. Eventually, sometimes. it's going to, yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, a it does, but yeah. You're always gonna have a conflict at one point in your life. Honestly, your senior year, right? You're gonna be taking some chill classes. Try to get a part-time co-op, right? Like. Yeah. U of I has, um, I'm only seeing like U of I this whole time because I don't know what uh, colleges do, but um, U of I has like, we have like six companies down there that have actual offices and buildings that are like two blocks from campus. And so you can go work there. I think it's like Granger, DuPont, and like Caterpillar or something like that. Like they all have office, Yahoo, they all have offices at U of I. So kids I know have gotten part-time co-ops where they'll spend like 10 hours a week working there and they're making a lot more money than university paying jobs so yeah, do you want to give a quick like one or two sentence summary on what a co-op is for people who don't know yeah co-op is um it's basically an internship except it's during the summer it's during a school semester so and you register with your school correct so it, no you don't have to register with so your so bradley you're oh able right right to, yeah, yeah, Bra- yeah, yeah, at, yeah at least at bradley i'm sure at yeah. other schools you're able to register it as a internship as a class or whatever and you get credit for it and then they know that you're taking probably less classes sometimes so that way you can balance both at yeah the same time. so that's going to be the part-time co-op but then like mm-hmm. a full-time co-op is you're not even at school you're not taking any classes you're yes. full-time 40 hours yes. a week for that semester so you just submit like a request and then they'll they know you're you're basically graduating a semester late then which is fine because or or the same time depending on depending what you on did your with your classes you're right yes. you are correct yeah. Alrighty, next question okay um, well, inquisitive look there. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Morning classes or night classes? Morning. Dude, crank those out. Get out. Don't ever say night. It depends on your personality. Oh, my God. I, I, I agree. You it it say... depends on your personality. I some knew people you were don't, say that. Some people don't function All right, well what's considered morning. morning, though? I would assume a morning is like an 8 a.m. I think 8 a.m. is standard. Even if you're not a morning person, an 8 a.m. is not going to kill you. Well, even if you do a 9 a.m., you know, yeah. no, 10 a.m., yeah. that's not bad. I, I personally, when I did classes, I did, my first class sometimes was 8 a.m., and I finished by noon, yeah. or like a 9 o'clock, then at 11 o'clock, then I, like, you, you were able to spread Don't your Don't schedule anything out. after 6 p.m. I, um... What? Don't schedule anything after One night a week is not bad. Two nights a week So there, those, those classes that are one night a week, you know, they're like that two, sucks. three hours like three long. Three hours, bro, six to nine They can be yeah, a little like rough. Five to nine or Dude, something. I'm coming home and slamming Tito's if that's the case. <laughs> I don't care. Nine you're p.m. Gonna, you're going to hit who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so morning morning or night classes. Um, you, Keisha, you prefer knocking them all out in the morning. Well, I'm a morning person, right? So I'm, during college, like, for some reason, I'm up at 8 a.m. the latest every day, even if we're going out the night before. So, um, if I have a class at 8.30, fine. I'll go to class at 8.30. And then I like to be done early. Like, that's my preference. I like to be in class for maybe 8 and then be done with classes, maybe like 2 or 3 every single day. That's I love that because then I can go home, nap for an hour, and then it's like 4.30. And then I'm, uh, then I'm like going to the library studying from like 4.30 to 9, just like straight studying, and then come home, eat dinner, and then... Have a nightlife. Have a nightlife. Um, yeah, no, we those the the night classes that go like three hours long. Mm. I took I think one, and it was just because I needed a gen ed. I needed something to fill. It was the only class available. I was taking it with a friend, so it was gonna be fun. Yeah. Ended up being in that class for three hours straight on my birthday, my twenty first birthday. Oh great. I was there until 
But by your freshman year, second semester, you're gonna know what you can handle. So, in other words, you get to play with your schedule, and, and you get to make yeah. it how you would you would enjoy it. Yeah, there's no right answer. Really. Yeah. Take like two semesters to mix it up. To, like, your first semester there, do all morning. Next semester, stack it. And yeah. then you're like, what do you like better? Try it out. If you don't like one of them, you <laughs> sucks. You're stuck with the whole semester of it. But <laughs> now just, you know. Just know the rest of your life. Unless you find the golden job, you're gonna be waking up at yeah. seven, six, seven o'clock every day to get yeah. to work. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. Sometimes ten, depending uh, on your work. Yeah, depending on the job. <laughs> Not to name anybody. <laughs> uh, next question: Good number of times to go out per week. Oh my God. What is a good balance? Who asked this question? Oh, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> they stay confidential. Okay. Uh, there's no, there's, there's no right no, answer week yeah. to week. It's gonna change. No, it's, it all depends, depends on, on your schedule, your class load, or your schedule. Yeah. You're there for okay. At the end of the day, you're there for school. Okay. Like no matter what anyone else says, you're there for a good GPA. You're, you're there for your grades. You're there to get your degree. Yeah. After you understand that, you you go out as much as you want. You do. You do your boo boo. Exactly right. <laughs> like if you have three exams in a week, okay, maybe don't go out that week, yeah. or and then, or in the week before, don't go out that week either study for your exams depending how hard they are right if it's english 101 go out i don't care right like, it's like, <laughs> like right like but if it's like english 420 something so i don't know i don't even know why i picked english but like if it's english 420 you it might be a little, out <laughs> that might be a little more complicated but so right it depends on that um at the end of the day you know who you are and what you need to do yeah. to do well in school and i think that's that's where you should start yeah, like for me, like I had exams maybe like Monday through Thursday one week. So for two weeks, like, okay, let's say um, it's a Monday. I didn't, mon- one week I didn't go out. Week one I didn't go out. Week two I didn't go out because I knew I had these exams and they were tough exams. So week three was the week of my exams. I took those exams like Monday through Thursday. As soon as I finished Thursday, oh, I, yes, I went out week three. Week four, I went out too, like all of week four, right? Like, and then, right, that's a whole, that's a whole month. And then I... I feel like exams are probably like once a month, once every three or four weeks probably. Yeah. yeah, so that's probably like the schedule I was on. So like one and a half weeks, I'd be out every single day straight. And then one week one and week two, it, it'd be hit or miss, right? Like I knew the exams coming up. I knew the intensity I needed to study. So I just set a schedule and did that. Yeah, I'd say in general, it's more of an opportunity cost. You can only go out so much, you know, while you're going to school or while you're working, like you only fit in so many like going out events into whether you're drinking or not like it could be like an on-campus event but so many events into your schedule so like if you're gonna go out to one just make sure it's worth it like don't go to you know an ice cream social when you have ice cream at your place and like it's kind of dead no my like, god yes make sure you're, if you're going to ice cream social it'll be like a banger like they're playing like post malone <laughs> or if you want like girls guys my guys banger and then play play post malone <laughs> all right buddy all right. right on Anyways, yeah. So if you're if you're gonna go, like, make sure it's worth it. You know, like, you might be getting free food, networking. Like, if you're gonna like go out drinking, like, make sure like your friends are gonna be there. And you're not just like with one person because like not as stimulating. Um, but yeah, unless if I mean, it's a special somebody. 
Alright. So so assuming no tests, nothing, you know, forget school. School's not a thing. What would you say a good balance is, like, per week? How many times would, would you go out? Realistically. Realistically, I mean, if, if you're, if you actually care about your body and, like, everything else going on in your life, I'd probably say three or four. I was going to say two to three. So let's, let's define, let's define going out then. So don't black out three to four times. So, yeah. so three to four times going out, you know, go to the bars, Social, go socially. to people's houses and drink, whatever it yeah. is that, yeah. Okay, fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think we all assume that going out meant just going out and drinking. Yes. You yeah. can go out without drinking. Right? Yeah. You can, yeah. Everything was like going out, like just assume you're going to be drinking, right? Like. Yeah. There's, I'd say, like, almost every night I did something social. Did I drink every night? No. But did I do something social? Oh, of course. I, I hung out with friends, played video games. You could play pool. Played pool, yeah. When I got dinner, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ping pong. Like. I think I th- that's the most important thing is to find what you want to be going out and, you know, plan it out and think about it. If you have a test that you got to study for on a Sunday, you know, you have a big test Monday, you're going to study all day sun- Sunday. I said that right, right? <laughs> I feel like I, I said know. Sunday twice. Yeah. You have a big test Monday, and you're planning to study on Sunday. There you go. Um, you know, do don't do something on Saturday that's gonna make studying on Sunday terrible. You yeah. know, just just go hang, hang out with friends and play video games, yeah. or you know, go or play like sports, or one something or two like drinks, but like set a limit. Like make sure you're, yeah. you're setting yourself up for success. It, you know, absolutely. You know the football schedule. <laughs> I would study. I would study Monday through Friday, like as hard as I could. I probably went out like maybe once a week during football season. Monday through Friday, study as hard as I could. Saturday, like just hang out. Sunday, do absolutely nothing but except watch football. Exactly. <laughs> that's football schedule. Yeah. But that's that's how you plan it and make, yeah. you know have For a, a work work life Set my balance. Alarm, Ten a.m. Yo. School balance. Ten a.m. Ready to go. NFL red zone. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, this one. I think this one's a little deeper than the other ones. Did okay. college really set you on the road for what you wanted to do in your life? Dude, who are all these motivated kids? <laughs> Chill out. Uh, I was not thinking like this as a, as a high schooler. But it was like, did college set you on the road? Like, did college you? really set you on the road for what you wanted to do with the rest of your life? Or wanted to do in life? Yes, I think so. But not in the aspects they're thinking of. Right, you're thinking, oh, did, did going to college, did you get everything from your classes that you needed to set you on the road in life? Are you good to go now? Did my classes help? Yeah, but as in the way of retaining all that information help? No, right? Like fluid dynamics, I don't use that today. Right? It's taking college, yes. If like, I use fluid dynamics right now, right? I probably would drop But that. the <laughs> skills I learned in fluid dynamics, the skills of time management, studying, prioritization, um, that that level of maturity that you have on your living on your own, give me the skills, yes. Along with when you go to big events, career fairs and talk to other people you're every time you meet someone new it's another test for you how good are your social skills right how well are you with adapting to conversations how good are you talking to other people where do you fit in do you know how to read scenarios right so all of that yeah i think it really helped me because i'm doing consulting right now which is a lot of what i need to do right so it's understanding something i think engineering helped too right like overnight we'd have we'd have like exams back to back weeks sometimes and it's like you have to learn this material like memorize it understand it then regurgitate it the next week and just say yeah this is how i like learned it this is how i memorize it so it's like that fast pace of learning material flipping it back presenting to someone else to make sure you understand it so yeah i think it did yeah i'd say uh like the transferable skills like you were saying like you basically everything that goes on in college you transfer it to the rest of your life and that's like kind of what prepares you 
Um, but, and you guys listening to this, you probably know, or maybe you don't, but like statistically, like the amount of times you'll change your major, or your career, or your job, or like, I mean, even your parents, like they might have a degree in something, but they're doing something else. Like it's not guaranteed that what you went to college for is what you're going to work in. So I think, um, obviously like strive for it, but focus a lot also on like, kind of like what Keisha was saying, like everything else that's going on. So I, I, when I was reading these questions earlier, I kind of, I interpreted this and, and thought about it a little differently um, because yes, college, it sets you, it gives you like the tools you need to do what you need to do in your career. But when I was thinking about it, I was thinking with engineering, what, what is engineering and like, what do you, like right now in my everyday life with engineering, what am I? And the first word that came to my head was problem solver. As engineers, in case you, have, I mean, you probably can back me up on this, but as an engineer, you're a problem solver. That's what you are taught to do in school. It's well, all or of the a problem creator, depending on. <laughs> depends on. We're the talking engineer. to Keisha. No, we're talking to Keisha. <laughs> <laughs> but it, every everything okay. you did in your in at least everything I did in my engineering studies, it was it was how do I solve this problem? How do I come up with a solution to this problem? And that's what I do every day at work. So, Joel, in, in accounting, what what do you consider? Are you a problem solver? What do you consider I'm a number cruncher like Joe? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I'd probably say an analyzer because you analyze what companies do or like transactions that have happened, then you have to like classify it. Yeah, so I, every major at the end of the day, I think, has their generic way of saying like, or every major has their generic simplified version. That, that's what right. it is. Their simplified version of what you do, and and that's essentially what you get out of college and what really school teaches you. Sometimes you gotta use a simplified version too, I think. It just sums it down, right? Yeah? yeah? Okay, next question. If you were to redo college, what would you do differently? I feel like this is a common question I got when I was working in missions. I don't know how to answer this because honestly, I'm gonna say nothing. There has to be something you would change. I would say I have a whole you, list of things. <laughs> really? <laughs> you don't have anything. Like there, nothing, you, your college experience was perfect, Keisha. I loved it. I guess if anything, I want to spend more time with my boys. More time college. with who boys? Like my brothers. <laughs> like not my like you guys. Let us is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, like you guys and like the people from my frat too. Something I I fell victim of getting and like like oh like oh I'm gonna go hang out with females for the night oh, and stuff like God. that. Yeah. So, I mean every guy does that. I, it's yeah. You, you live and you learn and now look at us now. It's like we don't the one thing girls. I would. Okay, just no, kidding, just kidding. not okay. I have a girlfriend. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like, I think that's like one thing I would do. Another thing, maybe I don't know. Joe, you, what do you, what would you? Do? I'd say for me, <laughs> I don't know. Very simple. <laughs> God, go to a cheaper college or university. Bruh, go to U of I. No, that's what you do differently. Nope. I uh, just go to a cheaper one, <laughs> and then go all four years, because although. Uh, community college is a good start and I definitely save a lot of money going to a cheaper university would allow me to go all four years and pay the same that I did now so I would basically like be the same amount of indebtedness that I am or oh the same amount of money <laughs> yeah but what if DePaul's oh, ranked higher than the school you want to go to there's other schools around like so there's higher schools ranked than DePaul in accounting if, that you if you're not cheaper? going if you're not going to an Ivy League school the differences are minute I feel like as long as you go to a good enough school where you can like get a good job, like you're set. You know, if I was giving up Stanford to pay like 120,000, I would do it in a heartbeat. I would go to Stanford like 
I drop of the hat, you know. But like, I'm deciding between like U of I and Purdue, Ohio State and Michigan. Oh my so, God, like, are you serious? Oh, okay. rival schools? Did I? Did I, did I, uh, I think you touched a, a, a sore spot. Yeah, but the, the point is, or don't. Okay, the, the point that I'm trying to make is that I would go to a cheaper university to allow me to experience all four years because, like, I I personally, although you know, community college shaped my life and like work working while going to school was really good. It taught me like self discipline and stuff. Um, I feel like I was in a way robbed of my freshman sophomore year. Especially freshman year, like going to the dorms, being new, being on campus, goofing off, like you goofed up with me every night. Relax. All right. Um. So yeah, that's like one of the huge things that I would do differently. Just try and like make sure I get all four years of experiences. I think for me, I would start my experiences sooner. So I I fell into the trap freshman year of thinking I have to focus on my education, I have to focus on my studies, and. Um, I was afraid with engineering that I, I was going to fall behind if I didn't study all the time or, you know, really focus on school first. But looking back at it now, I, I wish that I went out and experienced the different things because uh, I would I had more time than I thought. Um, and what I mean by experience different things, like join club volleyball sooner or, you know, maybe join a, a fraternity, um, do different clubs or organizations on campus whatever it is just try different things and and even try things that are out of my comfort zone um is, is another thing you i know, agree with that yeah get, get different experiences and see what i actually like and don't like uh let's see next question let's say i have an assignment that has to be finished but i got invited to a party to hang out with a cute boy or cute girl oh my gosh what is your advice Finish the assignment, kid. What are you doing? Nah, if you could do both, you both. Yeah, no, 100%, 100% do both. You, you better. I said finish the assignment. I didn't say finish it so it's correct. I said finish it, right? Let's start here. Let's start here. What part of the year are you in? Are you at the beginning or the end? Because the beginning probably doesn't mean as much to a big paper at the end of the year. Um, and also, what does this guy or girl really mean to you? Are they really as cute as you say they are? <laughs> Why did you ask that so seductively? Yeah, if it's like a 10 point assignment. <laughs> Why did you think it was seductively? Oh like Nate was saying, if it's like a 10 point assignment, like, and you really want to go out, just YOLO and just go out. But if it's but like. Don't do that every single time. Also, figure out your time management. Don't be one of those people that, oh, a cute guy girl invited me every single Friday and I have an assignment to do every single Friday, so let me skip this assignment every single Friday. Like, well, yeah. Skip it once. That's how you end up on academ mm -hmm. academic probation. Exactly. Yep. Skip it once, then that's it, right? Like, yeah. I dude, bust it out. Like, if the assignments are normally do at, like, what, 11 p.m.? Yeah, yeah. so. I was just. You could do both. Prioritize, get it done by, like, 9, man. Yeah. You got. Hour to get ready if you're a lady. Hour and a half, two hours. And if you really if you're, all day. If you're, yeah, if you're a male, you got an hour to nap, wake up, shower. <laughs> and you still got an hour, an hour, to, hour, hour to get some, ready. An hour to run it. some cod, run a Madden, and then you got 15 minutes to get ready. You good? If you, if you really can't, you know, fit both in, you really like feel for this person or whatever. Like you can just reschedule. Like it's not a big deal. If if it if they care, they'll reschedule. Yeah. If, they're if just, anyone cares, they'll reschedule. If they're trying to just have some fun for a little bit, which oh my God. is fully cool, right? Oh, they they might not reschedule. 
Um, also, see if you can, instead of rescheduling it, change the plans and go to the library together because I guarantee he or she has something that they could be yeah, doing too. You reschedule, do do your assignment together, and then go do whatever you were yeah, planning on. Yeah, then hit Chipotle and smoothies. Oh my god, Chipotle. Oh god. Let's change the subject quick. <laughs> I don't know, rule over here. How do you meet new people? Tinder. What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is one way. Uh,. What did he say? <laughs> what did he say? Yeah. He said Tinder. Oh, yeah, let's, let's go with that. I did not say that. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Hinge. Uh, obviously, they're meant for significant others, so, like, if you're trying to meet somebody... I don't think meant for a significant other, bro. Well, they're meant for others. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how significant they are. They are significant. <laughs> uh, definitely, I mean, in college, especially now, like, I was, even outside of college, like, people are, like, quote-unquote adults, like, everyone's meeting online, you know, through COVID, like, social distancing. There's just, like, so much going on, like... Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, all those like, you know, apps or whatever. Like, I'd say go for it. Like that, it's pretty easy. Um, but I think then the easiest way to meet new people is either at the beginning of the year during the Welcome Week activities, mm-hmm. or join clubs acti- like sports, uh, intramural sports. If you're whatever, whatever you can do to kind of get involved. If you're going to college as a freshman, you're gonna meet people in your dorm. You're gonna run into people so often. Like, there's gonna be so many people from your dorm that you meet you're, you're gonna meet your dorm like sweet mate and whatnot and then all the other people on your floor so you'll meet a lot of people there and your freshman year classes too you're gonna meet a lot of kids and then most of the time you're gonna meet like you or someone you know will be in a frat or a sorority so you'll meet those kids because it just happens like yeah. right like you know you're somebody who knows somebody right like your frat. good friend joins a frat you're gonna go hang out with that frat like that's just how it is right like you're going to hang out with them because you're good friends in there and you want to see a good friend. And then that's so I think, I think also this question is like, there's two parts, right? The one is how do you meet people that are like, that you're trying to hang out with and chill? That's, that just takes care of itself. How are you trying to meet someone like a, like a girl? I don't know. Or is guy. that the other so part of the question? Like a significant other yeah. Or, I don't yeah. Significant you other. could interpret it anyway. Yeah. Either friends, significant this other. This caller is going to have to call back and specify that question for us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's run with the Greek life. Should you rush Greek life? It's not for everybody. If we're being honest, I mean that's why obviously not everybody's in a frat. There's only a certain amount of frat, certain amount of slots. Like, yeah, only yeah. only so many people run, uh, join fraternities and sororities. Yeah, at, like at Bradley, thirty three percent of the population joined Greek life. It's not for everybody. Some colleges are bigger on it, so like you know you might feel pressured in a way, uh, you know just to kind of like fit in or make friends and stuff. But is that a subject? If it's not something you're about, then. Don't feel like you have to, but if you're on the fence, I would I would push you to do it just because it's fun. It's an opportunity that you might miss out on. Like you don't, you're never gonna know until you're there. So, hang with like your frat bros is really cool. <laughs> Rasta. Anything else you wanna add with that, or are you just gonna leave it there? Yeah. Uh, it gives you a sense of like community, belonging, to, that people yeah. know. Just go to a rush week that, because. Yeah. That's the one of the things I, I wish yeah. I did it, freshman freshman year. I wish I just I went through the process of rushing whether I wanted to actually join or not yeah. at the end of the day. Um, going through that rush process, one, it's a great way to meet new people. Mm-hmm. Two, they're at least at Bradley, they're buttering you up, giving you free food, going on all like all these different parties, freshman parties yeah. that you meet all these different people because they want you to join. Yeah, right? they're giving you all this free stuff, free food. Take right, advantage don't. of it. Yeah, but don't go on the soul purpose of oh I'm going to go because you're interested, not yeah, because yeah, because yeah. they uh they they'll weed that out real quickly. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the, I mean they know that people do that, so yeah. they're gonna 
but like I would say go if you want to rush Friday, go check it out. Go to the rush week. There's gonna be events like for the first three weeks of school. Go check out all your frats. Be like, yo, I like this frat. I don't like this one. And then, like, you'll know from there if you want to do it or not. And don't die. I mean, don't live too much into what the movies say about fraternities and sororities. Yeah. Because yeah. yes, there may be fraternities and sororities that are are more like that, but some of they're not all like that. Yeah, you can yeah. join business frats if you want to too. Engineers, yeah. engineering business, frats, business frats, academic ones versus social. Yeah. Um, so you have the the option to do either one and of those. Going to rush week, you'll go to rush week. You'll be able to understand what they're more about. Yeah. You know, the, they might not explicitly say like, hey, we all we do is drink, but if they say they're more social and there's a lot of like. Outside events, you know, like there's like keywords that you'll just pick up on versus like networking events or like. Well, like it that. depends on the frat too. If you're trying to join business frat, they're not trying to drink every night. Like they're like, yeah. they're gonna take well, you. Any of the professional frats are. Yeah, to like professional frat. fraternities will help you with your career, like help you get your career to go. And then social frats are exactly what they're meant to do: be social, socialize. make friends, socialize. Yeah. yeah. I think so. the most important thing to look for is the is the people. If you click well with. A specific yeah. group of people, mm-hmm. then that's where you should, you know, lead your your eyes or lead your thoughts to going. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What are your thoughts on club sports? Or do, um, club versus intramurals. Do sports. Do sports. Intramurals or club? Uh, if you're good enough to do club, I would do club. That's well, I guess that's me because I just love sports, right? Like, yeah. I mean, if you if you're a sports dude, you person, club. yeah. So I, yeah. I did club volleyball. How was the time? Club is outside and intramurals through the college, right? So they're it both so they're both u- through the college. So in in college, there's three different I guess buckets if you want to call it of sports. You can either do your university sports, so Division One, you know your D three D two sport. Yeah. You can do your club sport, or you can do your intramural sport. Intramurals is a little more like I guess lackadaisical, a little more just kind of having fun with friends. And most of the time, they have different. Um, ranges like the A league, B league, C league and it's all depends on skill level how much you really want to try and put the effort in. Um and then club sport is more competitive. Um most of the time you have to pay some fee for uniforms, to, for tournaments and so on. Um but you travel that all those fees cover your uniforms, travel, hotel expenses, anything like that and it is more of a time commitment. You do practice so many times a week like for for me i practiced twice a week um and we traveled i think to three different tournaments a semester um and hosted a tournament as well at at, um at our school so i mean it just kind of depends on on what the sport is what the commitments that 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 sport has i did intramural i did intramural basketball and intramural flag football and so that was like complete opposite of time commitment. it was like once a week it was uh, once a week for an hour, or like however long the game was. Yeah. Yeah, and then if you want to schedule like a quote-unquote practice with your teammates or whoever you're on your team with, like you just like all right, we'll schedule. Most of the time, those are like, hey, let's let's play some basketball today, and then get to your <laughs> practice. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't realize it was a lot of fun. If I I did not know club sports, that's what it was. I wish I knew that because. That's the only thing I would have done different in college. I would have done club sport. There it is. <laughs> oh my god, that'd have been so much fun. I did fun. some intramurals too. It was it was just kind of fun, something to do with friends. Yeah. Um, you didn't. I mean, you care about it because you're competitive. It's but fun. At the same yeah. time, you're just like, eh, it's whatever. Yeah. I would have right. done club basketball, club baseball, and. Uh, oh, I wish I did club baseball. I wish mm-hmm. I kept with baseball. Anyways, yeah, college. Um, yeah. What do you do if you don't like your roommate? Go ahead, Joel. You can start. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> we, we kind of talked about it in our earlier podcast. Yeah, this question's for Joel, <laughs> specifically. Uh, at the end of the day, you're going to live with them. <laughs> so don't don't blow up any situation, scenario. Don't blow up at them. Because they're not leaving. They're not going anywhere. You can just blow up and they're going to like disappear. Uh, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> so treat them with respect. And as much as you don't like them, like acknowledge that like they are going to be a part of your life for the rest of the semester, rest of the year, whatever you sign for. Um, and yeah, <laughs> I would just kind of say be really patient. It's going to like grind your gears a lot, but at the end of the day, you'll regret uh, taking a heated action rather than waiting and talking to them. That's like the advice that I would give. Yeah, I mean, you. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Nail on the head there. <laughs> um, I, I think it's important to you know, utilize your other friends also because, you know, you don't like your roommate. They're going to be in your room however many hours of the day. Yeah. If they bug you to the point where you can't even look at them, go, somewhere else. go to your friend's room. You yeah. know, utilize your resources and try, and try and avoid them as much as you can to avoid arguments. I think, yeah. I think you do need to have a confrontation, though. And I think using your RAs and your ARAs, if you're in a dorm still, is, is good, too, but, to kind of mediate that if you don't like him first thing is why don't you like him you don't like him because he smell because she stole him from you or something like that what do you do about that what do you do about that yeah Uh, what if you take some scissors you grab her hair and you just i'm just kidding um uh okay if you find out the reason why you don't like him right so maybe it's hygiene then you have light conversations with your roommate make sure you're like, if you're comfortable enough. If you're not, talk to one of their friends about it, which might be, which might take you down even a deeper road instead of just confronting them. Mm. Um, maybe it's they're not clean. So then have a conversation. Hey, I would appreciate it if this is this is clean. And then they might say some things about, hey, I want you to do this. And there you go. If you both keep track of that. I think it's, right? it's compromising. We talked about yeah. this in, in the podcast. We talked yep. about it. Yeah. And then, right, like you were saying, the last thing is if you're worried about confrontation, go talk to your RA and have them help you out peer mediate yeah yeah, yeah I, I, that's a good point just just have a conversation be an adult about it and yeah. you know at the end of the day you're kind of stuck you guys are both stuck where you're at and just work together and figure it out yeah mm-hmm. um all right this i think this one is my favorite question oh god what are your tips to staying safe so you don't die it's <laughs> like a legit question. Yeah, a legit question. What kind of like actual death? Or like... Yeah, like safety tips, like on campus. What what are things to do to be safe? I think is essentially what they're trying to get at. Uh, I'm gonna take two right off the bat. You can uh, answer all these. I don't have any tips. So for drinking, there's a certain line you cross, and this goes down for the rest of your life, not just in college. But like, there's a point you cross where it's like, okay, you're having a good time, then you're starting to get drunk, and then it's like, okay, I'm blacking out. And then, like, that point where you're starting to get drunk and you're starting to black out, if you continue to drink either at a rapid pace or, like, hard liquor or, like, whatever the case might be, you know, like, a bunch of jungle juice, like, it's going to catch up to you, but you're going to be, it's going to be too late. You're not going to realize it. So that's, like, I mean, you hear about it in the news and it's, like, oh, it's, like, a one-off case. Like, this kid died from drinking or this girl died from drinking. Like, it's actually pretty common and people actually, like, do go to the hospital for drinking. Um, you just you, but if you don't know your limit, you're punching your ticket for the hospital. That's yeah. really all you're doing. You're asking for, for a plastic wristband or a paper wristband or or metal handcuffs. Yeah. So that, I'd say that's like, I mean, you think about college and like staying safe and not dying. I feel like that's like, 
one of the ones that you have to talk about like whether you talk about with your parents your friends whatever like it's just important to acknowledge mm-hmm. and then the other side i just wanted to adjust because like we're obviously all males um and this doesn't just go for females but uh more specifically for females like if you're walking at night like always be very cautious um even as a male like uh like, like i went to school in chicago and like you know it's bad quote-unquote at nighttime or certain parts of Chicago but like even like the nicer mm-hmm. parts like if I'm walking at night I'm like looking like triple times like behind me to left of me to the right of me I'm like acknowledging everybody who's in front of me like if if the streets are empty and there's a guy walking directly towards me I'll probably scoot like three or four feet to the left and like make it kind of awkward to walk by because he knows that I did it but I would just rather be safe rather than like being like a foot distance and he could just grab me really quick um, schools also have you have something called safe ride or like safe walks yep. where you can call the number then a bus will come pick you up or like security officers will come yeah. walk you home so that's we that's had something similar we had a safety cruiser and you yeah. call the number and it comes picks you up exactly anywhere and like it might campus. seem weird or like uncomfortable to do yeah, that you're not fine. used to it but like it's way safer than like walking down at home or like if it's at night and you're just walking especially if you're walking by yourself that's the biggest thing yeah. even like a group of two you never really know like who's going to be around so always just yeah. be like really cautious in situations like that when it comes to safety i always listen to my gut my gut knows me better than anyone yeah um you know it, it sounds it's cliche but your, your gut will have your back on it and like situations where you're walking and you know you just don't feel comfortable something's unsettling yeah. you know trust that and and you know be extra cautious and just you know take that extra look over your shoulder um or something like that because that that can make the difference you know you notice that one thing and you, you have that much more time to get to the people call the people that you need in that situation yeah um but i think with, with the drinking thing you brought up a good point um and i think knowing your limit is important and i think that taking a step further than that is is holding true to your limit don't mm-hmm. let your friends convince you that you can drink more because they don't know the level you're actually at yeah you know you could be drunker than they think you are because you guys have been you know shot for shot or drink for drink but they might be able to hold their liquor a little bit better they might have eaten more and it you know it soaked more up in their stomach whatever it is but you know yourself better than anyone and you know it's all fun you know at the end of the day they should respect the fact that you're saying no Mm -hmm. and if you're holding true to yourself and saying no like i i don't want another one like I'm, i'm good right now then you know they they should back you up and and get you a water or whatever it is to to help you out yeah and really quick just knowing your limits also like i think uh knowledge in general is good like when you start to understand like the different liquors and alcohols and like what hits you sooner what hits you like later on you know like for example just tequila in general is like one that people usually say like sneaks up on them so if you're doing tequila and you feel fine in the moment like acknowledge like what kind of liquor you were drinking and all that's gonna hit you later and just realize like hey maybe I should have a water in between or maybe I'll just wait half an hour and then I'll keep drinking like yeah I think the, the biggest thing with drinking is time you know mm-hmm. the longer you let it sit in your system the more it affects you and that's how you'll know where you're at truly yeah. um, and this this is the darker part of, of drinking be careful with what you do with your drink and my parents have told me this mm-hmm. since I was young yeah. if you are at a bar and you know you're you're taking a picture with your friend and you set your drink on the table so sad. take your eye off of it for a second throw the drink away yeah. it's not worth it it's not worth it at all mm-hmm. because somebody could have walked by somebody you know somebody you don't know could have walked by dropped something in your drink and then you wake up the next morning have no clue what just happened to you yeah. which not, is terrible not even just at bars even at like 
uh, brat houses, sorority parties, like whatever it might be. Like, if if yeah. you didn't if you didn't see the drink being poured, or if it's not like your best friend who you trust with your like entire life that's like serving you, then I probably wouldn't take it. Dude, it's a drink like three dollars in college, man. Let it go. Yeah. yeah. Buy another one. Just. It's yeah. not worth it. Three dollars on the expensive side too. I feel like there, there are fraternities that have been like kicked off colleges for, uh, yeah, for like being well known that they were like spiking drinks or like doing things to people's drinks. So just Be like, safe. yeah, don't don't take anything for granted. Don't trust a cute boy just because he's cute. Trust him because he's worth trusting. Yeah, unless his name is Nate Armando, and then you can. Oh well, I'm just gonna put my full name. Hey, I'm cute. <laughs> are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? I'm not cute. No, I said you are cute. Oh, you okay. said don't trust a cute boy. And I was oh, like, I got, I got. Okay, know. you're fair. You're fair. You think fair. I'm cute? We'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get to that after the podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question. Do you recommend studying by yourself or studying with a group? Depends on the subject and depends on person. Person and what you're studying, right? If you're if you're struggling in this class and you know you can go study with the smart group, go. Who cares if they think you're dumb? Who cares if they're like, Go. yo, this kid doesn't know anything. They're going to sit there and they're going to help you. Otherwise, they would never, never agree to sit and study with you and your group. If you know you can handle this class on your own, like this is a subject that's easy. You just got to read the textbook and memorize. Like there's classes where you just memorize information, right? Yeah. You don't really need someone to study that. You just sit there and memorize, right? Yeah. Someone there is more of a distraction at that point. Yeah. So study on yourself. But it's like it's like a group project, like a group class where it's like everyone's like, dude, this is kind of hard and this is that. And like. You gotta study in a group. Study in a group. So it just depends on the class. Depends on. I think like you guys both mentioned, it depends on yourself too. If you find yourself to be better studying alone, study alone. Don't yeah. change something that's working for you. But also, don't be afraid to change something that's that's not working for you. You know, if you yeah. taken your first calc test, say, and you studied for it all by yourself, you came into the test super confident, thinking you knew it all, and then you got to the test, had no clue what was going on. Try studying with a group. You know, try studying with. Um, some friends or anything like that mm. also don't be afraid to ask friends for help or you know you see somebody in your class in the library a couple tables down don't be afraid to go up to them and be like hey I'm in I'm in like math 101 with you you know I'm struggling with this problem or understanding how to how to work this what what do you understand it what process do you take yeah. um, I, I found that very useful in all my long nights of studying in the library for um, different exams Whenever, you know, my group couldn't figure something out, I, I'd run to the person that I knew was in my class that might understand it. I was like, hey, do you understand how to get this problem done? And they were like, oh, yeah. Dude. And they came over and showed the group, and then we all kind of talked about it together. And it, at the end of the day, it's a team effort in college, um, and you can make it as much of a team effort or as little of a team effort as you need. Where do you think the best place to study is? That was the, the sub-question under this best place to for stay. me it was a library not, not on your bed not on your bed <laughs> never on your bed <laughs> yeah the amount of times i've tried studying on my bed and wake up the next morning i'm just i didn't study anything Countless. your book your book learned or your book your pillow learned a lot that night yeah more like the pillow is covered in drool because i was sleeping <laughs> so hard for me it was either the library or my room if it was something where i knew i just had to memorize stuff and i can crank it out i sat on my desk in my room and just memorize everything and Make my flashcards. Yeah. Close I, my door. I think the dorm rooms come with the desk for a reason. So you know, if you're up. Wait, wait a, that's not a clothing store. Not a nightstand. <laughs> nope. They uh, can well. be. <laughs> well, <laughs> when your, your room is messy, but if you have an apartment and stuff, like consider getting a desk. It's just like a, a key piece of furniture. Your, yeah. ki your kitchen table can only do so well for studying. 
the best place to study again is what you think is best but like Keshav said it depends on depends on what uh, type of studying you need to do you know if you need to write stuff out and use whiteboards probably the library you know if you just need to memorize stuff just Mm, study in your room just yeah yeah, just kind of depends but I, I recommend the library I think it's just it's a common space everyone's quiet you everyone's focusing so you focus yeah but then again, you always get distracted and see your friends. And mm-hmm. Less distractions than being at home, though. You don't have to, like, yeah. the TV's there, your Xbox might be there. You're not comfortable and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. That boredom hunger. Oh. Stop. <laughs> End the podcast before we talk about that. <laughs> um, alrighty. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I think we ran through uh, close to 20 questions, if not 20 questions. Um, and hopefully that gave you some good insight on what college is about. You know, answered some of the tough questions that you had going into college. Um, it is getting to that point where people are starting to move in within a month and, um, you know, school's starting back up. So if questions come up or, you know, you want us to talk about something specific right before college starts or right before you move in, uh, let us know. We'll be more than happy to do so. Um, other than that, thanks for listening.